Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. I'm David, and today we have New York City-based singer, songwriter, and MC Niambi Ra. Her newest uh, single, Friday's Out Now, and she's set to release her debut album, Nebula, this summer. You can find her on Instagram at Niambi Ra. That's N-I-A-B-I-R-A. Please welcome Niambi. Yay! I suck at spelling, which is why I like speaking, because I couldn't be a writer. Oh, it's, it's, I get it, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, I get it. What, what have you been up to? It's been, uh, it's been kind of crazy, crazy weather in, in New York City recently. Yeah, it's been crazy. Luckily, like, I mean, DC is what, only a couple of degrees um, warmer than mm. New York typically. Um, so, it's pretty much the same thing happening here. Luckily, well, I was also able to, visit uh atlanta recently to see some family oh, cool. um so i was saying luckily the the weather was warmer there but it took some time it's it's a little wonky there too mm-hmm. so that's weird but i am grateful for the you know the times when it is really nice you just got to stay healthy you know cover yourself up and all that no for sure are, are you in new york city now or so are you in the south i'm in dc oh, i'm yeah? at home yeah cool I'm what's back. that like what's dc like it's, i've never been like actually oh, besides like I mean monuments and all that for sure I mean I grew up here so I'm sure it's like a completely different thing than like Mm -hmm. visiting um but it's so cool like it was awesome growing (laughs) up in DC yeah um I learned a lot about a lot of different people and a lot of different cultures and arts and lifestyles um and and paces of life I feel like um, it's a nice little mix and it's not like New York, <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. like New York. It's a city for sure. It's right. a city, but it's not, you're like, um, it's not as congested and mm. all of that, you know, there's a little more space. So it's cool. It's a great place to grow up. I've always wondered if it's like, I know you said it's not like New York, but it's like New York in the way we're like, oh, you know, like, you know, when we think of D.C., we think of, like, you know, monuments, like, when people think of, like, New York City, they just think of Times Square. Is it sort of, like, like that over there, too? Like, there's just, like, a whole bunch of, like, D.C. that no one really just pays attention to because it isn't pretty to look at? Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, I feel like I'm just going to, I'm going to, like, slightly correct that because I feel like people do pay attention when they know it's there, and I feel like okay. it's great to look at. Like, yeah. all, there's so much to look at that isn't... Um, the monuments and you yeah, know yeah. the normal well you know what stuff. i mean it's, like people don't like no when i they come to new york yes. they don't come for like you know i totally know the comfort yeah and yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> of course i do i absolutely know what you mean and yeah it's the exact same thing it's like i'm sure people like living up in harlem where i was even where mm-hmm. my apartment is like are not thinking about people at times square at all and right. we up uh, we and the actual neighborhoods of dc like the residents are not thinking about <laughs> that there's like a whole another world happening yeah. you know uh, downtown at all <laughs> yeah no i mean I, I grew up in east new york like born and raised like east new york and so yeah. like i would always see like you know these movies about new york city and be like damn that's not what this looks like right right oh, oh yeah I. definitely <laughs> movies yeah for yeah. sure definitely <laughs> movies like that's not I feel like I have yet to see a movie that has captured DC I I don't feel like I've seen that I feel like there's been a few they've put out Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. whether it's a feature or independent or Netflix or whatever but 
I, I have yet to see like the representation that like matches kind of my experience right. so that'd be cool to kind of investigate um do you feel like you've seen that like in your in the diff- all the different representations of new york that exist in tv and in movies i'm be honest with you i'm the type of guy that like i've been because like this is all i've ever known right i've only really gotten out of new york maybe like 10 15 times in like my whole life right so wow. i it's sort of just like a filter if i just see like new york city like yeah whatever like i it is what it is you know i'm i'm not really looking to like for it like you know for it or whatever um i've tried to to be different recently and and really take time and sort of like i guess appreciate the the city that i'm in because like not everyone has you know whatever like the circumstances to to live here or have you know grown up here and, and see all the changes that have happened so i'm definitely like being a little bit more is cognizant of like you know the city in itself so i i wouldn't be able to tell you i also have a very short attention span when it comes to movies i'm the type of guy who would like walk up and and just be in the middle of a movie theater just because like i you know i i just i i'm bored I get it could that. be a great movie but I, I i just i don't know i'm just i get that wired differently i guess i get that for sure and no, i get that i get that what speaking of which like what's the art scene like in, in dc like i i don't really know much about it i mean i have been i haven't been i came back here with the pandemic like and oh. i was in new york for the past 10 years so i could like tell you about the art scene in new york <laughs> but know. like in dc i i mean i can tell you kind of how i see things as an outsider with some some like insight on the inside some very minor i mean i don't know i i really don't even know that it's appropriate for me to speak on it because i haven't been here in so long Mm -hmm. but it definitely feels more like competitive um than in new york in a way i know that sounds weird Hmm. yeah i mean new york's definitely competitive but i found myself in a lot of very supportive artistic environments um living in new york city um just in different jams and I mean you know we have to remember like there's space for like everybody in New York and and there's space for audiences for everybody in New York I mean that's Mm -hmm. the reality like I mean truly I mean really living there it's like yeah there's a space for everybody so it's um yeah it's strange that you know to say that it's more competitive here but it's like here I just feels like there's a sometimes like there's a I don't know a small funnel or something you know mm-hmm. of of people trying to get through or you know making their way out you know mm-hmm. I mean and you don't hear that many artists from DC I mean we know Wale we know Gold Link and I'm kind of going in an order because there's like Wale there's Gold Link we have, I mean, Odyssey for the folks that know Odyssey. We have Ari Lennox and who I, who I actually went to high school with. Um, and I feel like who else is like repping DC? That's an artist. <laughs> I know, I know there's more like, I know like Chief Keef. Like, I mean, it's, I'm just like on a really, really big level. So I think that speaks to kind of to how it feels here sometimes like, yeah and it feels competitive it feels competitive 
it feels like there's a little more judgment um no, for sure because i guess everyone's just trying to make it out you know what i mean and trying yeah to get the attention just because in new york city i mean like it's super easy to get attention with just everybody around it you know you for have sure. to really try to i guess do something really interesting to get that yeah happen. yeah yeah and really be like accepted for it so uh-huh. yeah i feel like that's how i feel so but i'm so i love where i'm from and i it's totally like um had a great effect on my musicality and how i approach music how i feel about music how i feel about live music um the artists that are around me the people that i work with Mm -hmm. so you know it's a very artistic place it's so much happening here like let's put that out there i just mean (laughs) maybe, you know, particularly speaking to, and I can't speak to the jazz world or anything, but kind of, you know, speaking to the, I don't know, more hip hop world. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Mamuna, um, Yusef, Mumu Fresh. I mean, she's making some, she's making waves. Um, she's been out for a minute though. So those are kind of like our top artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of the difference here, you know? It's like, New York, you can get on the stage, man. Yeah. You can get on the stage <laughs> in New York. Well, there's, you can no, get on the stage. there's no stages in DC, is what you're saying? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's several stages. I just mean, I feel like it might be a little harder to make your way in sometimes, right. you know? I get that. Sometimes. So that, that's right. my that's my perspective, you know? Or, yeah, I just mean, there's so many stages in in new york Uh someone whether it's whether it's of the of the stages in brooklyn of the stages in manhattan like you you know like i mean you might get on a stage not even notice it yeah for sure absolutely like legitimately you might be out and didn't even know you were going to end up on the stage that night i mean that's that's new york man like that's new york it's so many so many stages and every every venue needs people to perform mm-hmm. so well, we you got know people. there's we got yeah we got too many people some might it's say. true right <laughs> i guess i guess yeah i mean i maybe i've i've not maybe but i i think i've also been fortunate mm-hmm. you know in some ways with the music scene in new york too just like like before the pandemic i had two awesome i mean all of my gigs have been really awesome but like i got to play brooklyn bowl and I played uh, Groove in the West Village. I did mm-hmm. Groove and then I did Gr- Brooklyn Bowl. But both of those shows, uh, they reached out to me to come perform. Wow. Like, and that's like sick, you know? Now, now I had, our band has been like out there, been like grinding, doing our thing. Like we've hit a lot of venues, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The, the but like, stars, right? yeah, but like to be asked to come perform at Brooklyn, like uh-huh. as many times I've been to Brooklyn Bowl and been there like, man, it'd be yeah. awesome to like perform here. Like be on the other side of the stage. Yeah. And not to have to like reach out to anybody else. Like, right. and someone really just was like, we want y'all to play here. Like that was sick. And even Groove, like in the West Village, like I like, I, I'm, I, I go to venues, man. I go to the shows, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, whether it's Brooklyn or whether it's Manhattan, like, I'd be in the West Village, I'd be at the Blue Note, I'd be at, you know, at Groove, like, I'd be at these spots, you know, seeing mm-hmm. people or, or whether it's a, a jam or whatever. And so it's really great to know that, like, wow, a spot like Groove, you know, I also went to NYU, 
you know so a spot like groove hit me up the legendary spot like that and i got to play there when they were like recently renovated it was just sick so so i'm just saying to say i've also been very fortunate with um not only booking performances for myself but also being asked to perform at some really dope venues in new york um Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like there's just free space. I mean, I and I say that to say, as far as like there being a stage for everybody, like I've seen so much shit, so much stuff in New York and, I, and that shit, like I, that's why I take it back because I don't want to seem like I'm saying bad. I mean like right. stuff. I've just seen so many No, yeah, things. for sure, yeah. I mean, it, it's just hard. It's hard not to in a city like this with like so many people, so many things happening. Yeah. There's going to be some, just some shit you yeah. see. It, it, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think now might be a cool time to sort of plug in uh, your latest single, Friday. So could you tell us a little bit about it? Friday is um, a really fun track that I just put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I put out a track in a video. Um, it's actually... Actually, it's the first music video that I've ever shot, but I waited on it. I waited to put it out for a couple of years, the video. So I've put out other videos since then. I have about like four, five video music videos out now, but I waited to put that one out for a while. Um, and I'm glad I did because I feel like I wanted people to see it. So I wanted to get my followers up and right get you know people to get to know me a little bit more my music and um that's kind of what I'm doing right now too before I release this album and Friday is actually the first track that I released that's on the album um it was produced by uh a dope 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 pianist named he goes by Lion Milk um at Lion Milk really fire um he was uh not too long ago on a on the NPR Tiny Desk with George M. Muldrow playing with her. Oh, and I'm, cool. I know he's playing with so many other people too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so he's out of, on, on the West Coast. He actually used to play with the Black Stars when he lived in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Moki went to new school. And um, he, uh, yeah, really great guy. We, such good vibes. I mean, just the coolest guy. Just, it's so good to meet really cool musicians you know sometimes musicians can be so uppity and it's so great to meet really like down-to-earth musicians so he's so down-to-earth so I'm also bringing that up because we actually wrote that song like on a Friday in the Mm -hmm. summer and it was hot and we were at his apartment and like he didn't have any AC and like I talk (laughs) about all this shit in the song like he didn't have any AC um and yeah, it was just such a vibe. He, I mean, we we just made it from from scratch. I mean, you know, he kind of you know showed me his ideas, and then we just kind of like put it together. Told him some stuff I was hearing, and um, it really represents the life, the vibe of Friday, the frequency of sure. Friday. You know, and you can capture that frequency really any day or moment that you want in your life. You know, you just gotta just capture it. But you know, Friday is for sunshine, you know? Exactly. Um, the nighttime got me hazy, you know? Rise up to the to the daylight and smile. Like that's 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 the point of Friday. And um, I love Friday too, because the rap verse really like, I mean, the whole structure of the song really gives life to so many feelings and emotions, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, it has this kind of journey, you know, 
it starts as you know lost in a trance tonight don't want to come down and then like we get to why is it i end up spending all of my dividends and i promote ignorance yeah, I, mean, I was looking, at, I was looking at the video and like at minute three it's just like a different almost like chapter in the same story if that makes sense yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah yeah. you know and in that rappers were like um do you believe in faith do you believe in fate it's friday and i i mean all that was very intentional because it's like it means so many different things for different people like there's you know i is it seven i know are you jewish uh no i'm not you're not jewish okay i was just wondering but I know. I get, I, you know. Does my the first Sabbath name is David, start? So it was a, a, a... <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. never know, right? But Fridays, but Sabbath starts like on a Friday night. I think it's Friday, it? yeah, Friday evening. Yeah, like in the yeah, night. I, I mean, like I know going to NYU there was like a lot of stuff. I know Friday night meant something into yeah. Saturday, right? So I know New York that thing. means, yeah, yeah, for sure, in general, you know? yeah. Exactly. Yes. Doesn't stuff start closing like B and H? They like close. B and H is owned by by Jewish people. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think they close early on Fridays into yeah. Saturday. So, you know, there's a reason I put that. And I know Seventh Day Adventists. I just know Friday really means different different mm-hmm. things to different people. So, you know, yeah. Like, what what are you down for? Like, right. what are you up for? What let's, what what are you doing uh, on Friday? Let, let's let's give give the audience like a little bit of a t- taste of the uh, song, and we'll we'll get right back into talking. How's about that? Okay. okay. Awesome. fun it took so long that was my first video too which was crazy um it took all day long <laughs> and it was um this the guy who did mary uh, so we did friday first and then he also directed the video mary that i did his name is tyler b and my homegirl ayana parker morrison she produces all my music videos we went to nyu together um she produced it and i had my homies in it and it was just a vibe like my those are my like best friends that were in the video <laughs> like you'll probably see them in other videos which you probably right. have already like yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it's like better to have friends on your music videos on the pam as much just give them a couple of oh. or something oh yeah oh that's so funny that you say that because <laughs> that night it was literally like hey guys choose me video like There'll be pizza and beer. That was the incentive. That's, all we, that's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> so it Close was. It my was, socials. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it was a really fun and day. video. Let's do it. Yeah, the looks were fire. The makeup was mm-hmm. fire. Like that first look is just 
beautiful i feel like that that like shot which is the yeah. cover but animated like with me with those records that's some like timeless shit you know that's some and, shit you want to like, like. The, the color grading on it like adds so much to the actual story too it thanks just, it's really really well done it's all intentional it's all intentional so thank you <laughs> no, for sure when it when it comes to like making videos you know like I, i'm just like genuinely curious like how, how does that come about like what's the the sort of like um process to that yeah videos are like the funnest thing ever because like as the artist like you do you you made the song it's recorded like all that stuff is done like mm -hmm. now it's really the director's medium of course you can have a part of what's happening you can have be a director in what you're doing of course but right. i feel like you really get that space or and i'll speak more towards for me i really have that space to be like this is my song what i have the process that i use is that i actually kind of start with the videographer um i i start with somebody i'm like that videographer i have to work with them and then from there as you know i have songs going into their mastering stage, mm -hmm. I can start thinking about connecting that director with this song. That's my process. I just have some, I just find some people that are, just have this super duper eye, you know, and they're not that far away from me, you know? Mm. Um, and I'll talk about that too, as far as just like the one of the tips later, like they're not that many degrees of separation but they're doing fire work you know yeah, for sure um so that's kind of where i start I, of course you want a video for your songs you know that's kind of gonna that so that is a thing it's that mm -hmm. that is the step in itself of course like but that's kind of a given i feel okay, like how, how do you pick the song though well yeah i think that it so the last video i shot a video actually in mexico um in tulum um in february and that was actually one of the most interesting processes of a video which is not the ideal process at all and i don't feel bad about the process because it just kind of is what it is um because it has a great outcome but that process in particular i've worked with that um director before um she did c to b we went to nyu together mm -hmm. um she's super 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 fire videographer a uh, filmmaker uh, her name is chelsea chelsea o and um, her company's chelsea o productions and i was visiting down in tulum and she is living down there right now right mm -hmm. so <laughs> i'm like okay like well you know like i and i was in mexico not that long ago before that so uh -huh. it's like I got to get some work done. Like, sure. you know, this videographer's down there. She's so fire. I, I have to work with her. She just is about everything I'm about. And I was like, what song? Well, I have yeah. to come up with a song that's going to work. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know what song, you know? So I'm kind of trying to figure out what's going to pick. I'm in Mexico, so it really needs to, like, I need to make the most out of that. Like, what songs? So I kind of fumbled through some songs and thought, and this was the issue, though. It's like, picking the right song that will match that 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 uh, environment and then also um like after picking that song like deciding okay like which how how do I want this to be like rep represented so with her like 
I, I, oh, well, well, how do I write the representation of the song? Excuse me. And then also, is that song finished? Is that song in its final stage? Mm -hmm. Is that song mastered, mixed? Do you have every part of that song done that you want? Because when you're shooting a music video, <laughs> you need to be recording to the final version of your song. <laughs> like right. that's, I mean, because it's very hard to match mouths if you don't do that. So that's a part of the process getting the song being completed you know mm -hmm. um so i thought of songs that were completed right i went down that route but there was a song that's not all the way finished that just would be fit better with that environment and that director so mm -hmm. i actually shot a video before the song was all the way finished because wow. i was in mexico which is very risky and yeah. i it must have been I knew like it was a, a be good risky. song if you're gonna bet so much on it right <laughs> And I knew it was going to be risky and it turned out to be risky. I still felt yeah. positive throughout the whole thing. And the final outcome, I think is really beautiful, both on the end of the song and the video. So I'm really happy about it, but I would not ever suggest doing that. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> the, the, but I knew what I was getting myself into before I got into it. So For I was sure. like, we know what's happening here. I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to be discouraged by any part of this. And I think that it's like, it's really good. So that was that process. But like, picking so I mean picking the song I, I don't I, it's that is such an interesting question because like I've had so many songs done before I had Mary done but Mary was the first video that I actually put out but I felt like that song was I mean very honest but it could be very, could be very trendy um because of the topic and I just knew that it could really when, once I saw that director too I was like I think he could capture this i think he can capture a hip-hop beat like a, a hip-hop video that's also like colorful and unique and like somewhat extraterrestrial mm. but like down to earth and like homey mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what i wanted mary to feel like so yeah Damn. so it's like it's a pretty hefty hefty process trying to pick up yeah that. it's it's so it's not I just mean, like the singles coming out. I want to make this one the thing. No, no, it's not. It's a process. And I, I don't know everybody's process. I feel mm -hmm. like, and I have a team now, so that's really helpful to me. Definitely like think about everything, but it's still, it's still creativity. So it's like, you don't know. Sometimes yeah. you can't have, you can't like and you, come and out. You have it to be logic. like intentional with it too, though. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Sort of like you, a balance. Yes. You have to find, and that's exactly what it is. You have to find this balance of like, yes logic with which contains the intention part like mm -hmm. right and 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 of like organically producing honest relative work because you can make a timeline but if you don't have the the mute the song done right what does it really matter and you can say that yeah well i need to get this song done by then so i'm gonna get the song done mm -hmm. but maybe the song is not done maybe that song is not done yet right and this and creativity has to be has to has to live because that's what you're that's the actual commodity is For creativity sure. yeah we're making it this commodity so it's like how do you find this balance and i don't even i don't think that it's 50 50 i think that it's more creativity and less logic not a lot less like mm -hmm. 70 40 maybe but there has to be i mean i think that 
I don't know, then there's, the, it's like a Venn diagram almost For because sure. there's a world in which there, there's, there's intention behind your, within your creativity, but, but as a creative, and I think as most creatives would say, like, it's some, you can't force it. I mean, you can talk to it and, and like, you know, be like, Hey, come on. We're sitting down now. We're making a song now, you know, like, aren't you, you here with it. me? Like, yeah, like, we're yeah. here we're you know like you're making a song well where why aren't you on my schedule like where's the song that i'm make supposed to be creating right now you know what i mean yeah. like but it's like and i would love to hear more about the processes of like these really really big producers and mm -hmm. artists who are pushing out stuff but i still feel like even with really big artists there's those times when they're not putting out a lot of music like yeah. rihanna for example she's doing something else which is creative but like it's she's it's creativity that's that's an idea that she came up with that she's following through a creative idea but that is the thing so i'm not even going to say that it's a 50 50 i'm i think that it's a strong a strong a strong i think it may be 70 30 i'm not saying that it's not like a, i'm not saying it's a, not an easy i mean well, a hard working 30 think, that 30 and I think that's is sort important of why it's super important for like artists to have sort of like a, a group around them you know what i mean like it, it doesn't have to be like you know people that you're hiring you just be like a group of friends that you can just bounce off ideas for because like as an artist all you're thinking about is your art and trying to get it out of your head and into something that it could be shared amongst with other people but like someone it, it's always good to have an outside voice to sort of like guide you through the right channels almost absolutely but you know what's what i find so interesting too like as a spiritual person too like i find that we're all creators all the time. And even like in the relationships that we've somehow uh, mystically happened upon, which I feel like is a meeting of, you know, forces beyond ourselves and our own intention. You know, we can create these kind of worlds for ourselves. Like I feel that in my life, because of a lot of intention that I've had throughout a lot of my life, I have a great group of friends around me, like, and they are the friends that I can be, genuinely be like, look at this. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about this? I mean, my friends will tell you, and I'm so glad you brought this up. My friends will tell you like, so I have my like team, my like, my like management team, but I, my producer for all my videos is my friend Diana, my home girl. Like, why right. used to just like smoke once with it, it right. and why, like, in my in, in her apartment, you know, like for my sure. home girl, just like right. politics, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, but because we've where we are and what we've wrapped ourselves up into as far as how we speak to each other and our vision, I I trust her so hard. Like, yeah, it's my stuff, but nothing gets put out really i mean maybe some instagram posts but nothing gets put out without like hey can you look this over hey can you please what are your thoughts right. on this like mm -hmm. at all my sets you're gonna see the same people my best mm -hmm. friends who are creatives that's not by you know that's not by accident though right. you know that's why i just want to put that there too i don't know what everybody's circle looks like mm -hmm. but being intentional with your whole life so that you can and being a creator a conscious creator in your whole life mm -hmm. so that you have people around you that can be supportive truly supportive and not just like doing a good job I mean supportive like hey I know your vision and I and I think that for that that font's not going to work or that part of the video this needs to be more of a story you know 
that type of like, like vision that you can create a world where other people are, are sharing, are enrolled in your vision as well. Mm-hmm. And, and my friends help me with everything. They're on all my sets. They're always around. And, and um, it's, it's, it's very uh, important. Um, How was NYU? Like, what, do you, was it worth it? How is NYU? Man, when you say worth it, like what, worth the money? <laughs> yeah, worth the money. Is I that mean, what you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking expensive. Yeah, man, it's expensive. expensive. I mean, it's got to be um, like, it's got to be worth it. Like, I don't know. I, it's got to be worth a lot to, you know, make it worth it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I um, I had a fire ass time at NYU. Yeah. It was a wild ride. It, it was really hard. And I was going to say that, like a part of me wants to say, it sucked at first, right? I don't know that it sucked. It was just really hard. <laughs> it was really hard, really demanding. You know, I was in Tisch. I went mm-hmm. to the art school at NYU and I was in musical theater and our, my schedule was super demanding. It's also NYU though. So it's a conservatory style. So your, you know, your, your academic grades are expected to be high as well and, and that's very important mm-hmm. as well which i loved um so by by my scene by graduation day yeah it was like this was this was the shit i had right. a dope ass time at nyu yeah. i'm like I'm, i can't even lie about that like you wouldn't I had, rather have the money it's it's one of those things <laughs> where it's really one of those things it's where funny, you're that's talking everyone about, that's everyone's like a uh, reaction when i ask that it doesn't matter what school it is just what? Like, listen, like it, it was a great time. I had so much fun. I made so many friends. But like, yeah, but yeah, if you had the choice, would you rather have? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a lot. Money? I mean, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. But you know, I don't know. Money is. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Like, not like have really enriching, powerful experiences because of money. I mean, you could just like hang around NYU and just have money. It's like, hey, what's going? You know student yeah let's hang out I'm yeah i mean for sure i just mean like i mean like the debt part you know it's like i don't i don't know i had an awesome experience and Mm -hmm. i'm not rich at all like i have my mom has um a lot of you know a lot of debt from my time at nyu right so that's i'm you're not speaking to somebody that's like rich or like anything like that like right i'm not one of those people i'm i you know i went to public school like you know so I get it. And maybe you'd have to ask her. I had some loans too that I was luckily I was I mean that but that's what I'm saying like I got a fire ass job after mm-hmm. I went to NYU. Like I had a fire ass experience. Like right. I knew that that somehow that money can be taken care of, but that mm-hmm. experience I'm not going to be able to get again. Like I I studied abroad. I lived in Ghana for 6 months in Africa. Wow. Like, you know, like I've performed on Radio City Music at Radio City Music Hall. Like, That's and those are not crazy. even the coolest things. I mean, I had beyond that, I had this D, I had, I was in the first year of my program there, actually, like my specific program. So, I mean, my teachers were just phenomenal and the care that they gave. Like, I was also, it's, it, it's not common at all if, if it exists to have a theater program. Um, where majority of the teachers are of color and you know across the spectrum of you know people that look like me people that are asian people that are um also you know um have uh what's the what's the right way to say i'm not 
is uh is physical uh I, i'm trying to be pc disability yeah, is that the yeah, right is my i mean listen like I, I i'm from east New York. okay i just it, i just heard myself yeah, 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 anyways yeah. you know some of my teachers like i've had teachers with uh, with like with physical disabilities you right. know like I had this really enriching experience. I mean, Vogue's library is like a 12 floor library that's open 24 hours. Like <laughs> this was real life, you know? <laughs> right. I, I was in New York City and I wasn't coddled by like a campus experience necessarily. Mm -hmm. I was like in New York City, you know? Like, and eventually I lived there. I got a job on Broadway the day I graduated from school. And that was because of something I did at NYU. Like, Nuts. you know, yeah, I started my band at NYU. I met, yeah. I met Chris, my, my music director there. We, we started making music in Ghana. I was uh -huh. playing in Ghana. That's how the black stars got created. Like, Damn. so, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it was a lot of money, but I, I cannot sit here and tell you like that shit wasn't fired, but I also was very specific about my experience. It wasn't just right. fired because I got a cool job. It wasn't just fire because I got because I made cool relationships. It wasn't fire because of all those things. It was fire because mm -hmm. it was like all because it was all of those things at right. the same time. Yeah, like, you know, sure. it, it wasn't a little bit of this or a little bit of that. Like it was deep, man. It was really yeah. deep and it was hard. And, and and that's the other part. Beyond all of that, it was really hard. I, I the 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 when anybody says the word stress and I'm not that old, I don't have kids yet, like, you know, whatever. But whenever anybody says the word stress, I like when people ask me, like even when my therapist asked me to this day, like, you know, what's your stress level? Or like, you know, we're talking about stress. Nothing has been as stressful as my time <laughs> so far as as, as at NYU. But yeah. it's okay because it really pushed me. I didn't know that I could do some of the things mm -hmm. that I ended up doing there. And my teachers believed in me and it was great. <laughs> I mean, sometimes like that immense amount of pressure is yeah. like what people yeah. need to sort of It was like, a lot of pressure yeah. and it was a lot of money. So I had to be there. I had to mm -hmm. show up. Yeah. My school is 3%, my 3% black. Like right. there's that experience. Like and what, and what I learned in that, what I uncovered for myself, what I decided, mm -hmm. who I decided I was going to be from that point, mm -hmm. point, you know, forward, like as representing myself as an artist of color, you know? So it was so much that I got from that experience. So like, knowing all of that right like and going through you know doing so much like if you had five tips to give artists like what what would they be okay my five tips i wrote them down <laughs> great okay and they're kind of the, some of the things we touched on um i don't know i don't think these are in any particular order but mm -hmm. my first one is use all of your resources including the people um around you for sure um yeah like use everything you have you know to make things the best you can at at the place that you're at um i think i mean i think that kind of speaks for itself like just don't just sit and think sometimes you think you don't have something or you think you don't have that contact or that equipment those type of things mm -hmm. just think for a second what who do i know what can i barter you know being tactful and and not just giving up or something because yeah. you feel like you don't have something or you don't know somebody um use in, instagram use social media reach out to people like yeah, be scrappy about people. it yeah, yeah 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 even if you need to get shit done like you know even when it comes to like videos and projects makeup artist um 
anybody, directors. I mean, I found the director that I use for two videos on Instagram, you know, because I'm searching and just making the most of what I have around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that. Um, and um, and also just, re- you know, re- also to catch up on stuff, read stuff, get, don't get heavy because I know it can affect the emotions, but you know, check out what's going on in the world. That's a resource too, you know, the, the climate, what do people need? People are, you know, your audience is a resource too. Right. Um, okay, and that also speaks to my number two, which is know your why and follow that. Hmm. Um, know why you're doing what you're doing. Um, whatever it is you wanna do, whatever it is you wanna create, uh yeah get down to your real write a mission statement for yourself at some point in your life i've Mm -hmm. done that um and really investigate what a mission statement is that's that's not it's not a long statement which i'm sure you know mission Mm -hmm. statement is a pretty concise you know maybe three or four sentences statement really about you know who you are what you're contributing and how you're doing it so Mm -hmm. i i i would yeah challenge folks to write it take some time to write a state a mission statement about themselves and truly make it an honest mission statement, you know, try not to carry it on and really figure out why you're doing what you're doing. And, and um, if you hold on to that, you know, you won't be defeated and you'll also know which way to go. Cause sometimes you're going to be faced with a lot of decisions. I'm, I'm, I'm facing a big decision right now in my artistic mm-hmm. and business life. And I am having to connect to that. Why, why am I doing anything that I'm doing? And therefore, which way should I go? For sure. Okay, number two. So that was number two. So now we're on number three, um, which I kind of touched on number one, but um, make things as best as possible from where you're at. This includes mm-hmm. training. So man, like, when I was, so I was working on Broadway um, mm-hmm. in the Book of Mormon and which was, I was very grateful for. And, um, you know, for myself, I was really committed to investing in myself. I was getting paid very well. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, I was very committed to using that money that I had to make music, to make videos, to get my album done. Like, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to do a lot of crowdfunding necessarily. Um, but that was my intention. You know, I was getting paid from this job, but I was using a lot of that for um, that. You know, that was my big investment was just my equipment, all of those types of things, um, the people that I was working with. And so, no, I wasn't making the most money in the world, but I was making a good amount of money. And, you know, I said to myself, okay, the, I, I mean, it wasn't like a long conversation, but, you know, everybody has different things that they spend their money on, you know, if they have, you know, when they have the money, you know, but for me, it was going to be this stuff because though I'm not, yeah, I'm not making videos like Cardi B or like blah, blah, blah. I do have this money. So I'm going to put this money towards the shit that I want to get done and make it the best that I possibly can right Right. now, you know? So when you go to my shit and I'm confident in saying like, when you go to my videos, when you listen to my songs, like yeah, they might not look like X, Y, Z or X, Y, Z, but like, they're going to be aesthetically pleasing. Like you're, you're going to feel okay. You're going to feel good. Um, the mix is going to be right. Like, you know, the master is going to be right. Like 
that type of shit's not going to be off. You're not going to watch a video and be like, what, what the fuck was that? Like, unless I'm really trying to just take some risk, you know, sure. you're not going to feel uncomfortable watching stuff because I'm going to try my best, you know, there, even like for the video for flowers, for example, like working with the direct, that particular director, which was awesome, but it was a different experience. Like kind of having to guide him through the storyline and I could have gone with the first cut right and been like okay or kind of like told him a couple notes and let him kind of try to fix it but like I instead I sat down with my best friend my actual best friend and we went minute by minute with this video minute by minute I'm sure I still have the notes like this minute we want this shot this and that's not always the case but that's just what particularly I had to do in this situation but I wasn't gonna and now it's this great video that people love and they're like you know they're like it has this vibe and how did you they think that there's this big I mean everything I do is innately gonna have a message but this like you know this message and that's because yeah I mean no she's my best friend so like no she's not expecting me like she's not really expecting me to pay her at all but she's my best friend so I'm gonna compensate in some type of way because right. I love her but yeah. that's not what it's about but I'm I'm gonna take you know try to make it as best as I possibly can with what I have in front mm -hmm. of me because when you look back at my stuff I want you to feel good I want you to I want I know that when stuff goes out there that's that's my mark that's a part of my mark right. you know and and it's a part of legacies. Mm -hmm. So do it, do it as best you can, even when it comes to training. There's so many resources. Go on YouTube. If you don't know how to sing something, if you don't know how to do harmonies, if you feel shaky in some place, yeah, you might not have a whole bunch of money to go get, have a hundred dollar voice lessons every week. But you can get an app, you can get the warm-up app. You can you can go to online, like I said, on YouTube and I mean, get listen, free people internet, that just want to free. There's so many resources. Yeah, out there. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That want to show you how to use your voice. That's what I also mean by make things best as possible as you can with where, with what you have, it, you know, with what you have, because it also tells the universe that you're ready. Oh, yeah. okay. You're doing the most with that. Oh, I'm boom. You're because when it, when it comes to me to be ready to do videos with so-and-so and so who, and these big directors and da, da, da. And I mean, and also, and my friends, I mean, I guess when more of the world sees it, I already know. I was dressing the part when you back in the video in 2015. I know that I that I, I looked good. If you see me perform, I look good. I may have bought that shit from Rainbow and it was 15, but I'm gonna look good. Right. You know what I mean? This shit yeah. matters because it matters. Um, great. Uh, um, that was number three. So number three was make things as best as possible from where you're at. Don't give up. Four, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. That's simple one. Gotta throw that in there. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. One time somebody was doing an interview with Erica Badu and they were like, So what do you do? Like sometimes when you don't believe in yourself or you're doubting yourself. <laughs> like, not that it's always this simple, but I'll just never forget her saying this. Her answer, her response was like, you know, the girl's like, you know, what do you do? Do you don't feel like, you know, you believe yourself, you doubt yourself. She's like, Well, you know, there's there's no such thing like she's like that just can't she's like that just can't be like you right. know and though it's like yeah you know I'm not saying it's as simple as like well that just can't be but it's like you have to it's just, you, you have to you I mean, just what, you gotta nip it on the bud when you can yeah and you want people around that remind you of that when you don't because I'm not saying you're always gonna know but if you have the right people around they'll give you the right juice to help you re remember yourself 
yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, believe in yourself, you know, really think about what that means to you to really believe in yourself. So that's number four. And then number five, um, okay, do you and don't be afraid to be different or um, incomparable. And when I say incomparable, I mean like, um, we can't really place her. We don't know where to put her. We don't know what, we don't know where, what his vibe is. We don't, he's not like this or like that. So we don't know what to do with him, you know? Um, don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid to be different. Of course, take notes, take constructive criticism, not saying you want to just like not connect to people at all, but don't be, it's, you know, that's, that's when we get into the space of talking about pioneers. You know, you talk about Nina Simone, you think Nina Simone was worried about, I mean, she might have been, but she still had, she got her, she still got her job done. There was probably a lot of things she might've been worried about, but she still did it, you know, with, all, with all of who she was, you know, we talk about Bob Marley, you listen to Bob Marley, Bob Marley was way beyond his time, the things he was doing musically, like, you know, but he had to stand in who he was to, to do, he couldn't be looking around to the side, like, well, do I look like that person, or do I look like that person, you know, even speaking in the musical theater world, you talk about somebody like Audra McDonald, like, who, who decided to be a Black woman, take in the music, um, taking classical voice um, training to musical theater, which is, yes, you do have some classical training there, but that's not like an operatic space, you know, necessarily. So, but she's, Audra McDonald is who she is because, you know, she wasn't, she didn't let it stop her. Like, well, you're, she's not doing that and I'm not doing that. So I get, I mean, and she's not doing that. So I guess that I shouldn't do it that's not, that's not it. You know, you want to be, you want to be a pioneer in what you're doing. Like, look at Rihanna, look at, just look, there's so many people, but think of the people that you just love the most as artists and you're, you're like, oh, but I see what's going on here. Like you weren't trying to be looking at who was next to you and trying to do that necessarily at all. Um, Trying to think of some others. I'm sure there's plenty, Um, but yeah yeah um Nate Dog, you know Snoop Dogg I think Snoop Dogg's like well and I'm then this is stuff I'm reminding myself like well you know I don't really want people knowing I'm smoking weed you know whatever the hell you know I'm trying to I'm gonna try to look whatever the fuck you know I'm right. old or whatever the hell Snoop, he's true to himself Snoop, you gotta do you yeah. you gotta do you get good people around you so they're telling you things that keep you on the track of you you know what I'm saying you want people to keep on the track but on the track of you um so those are my five tips I'm so glad to share them with you that was so awesome um breaking that down for myself because it was helpful I I, I think it's helpful for the artist and anybody who might be listening um yeah definitely so one of our, our last questions on this podcast is like how do you feel New York City has changed you Man, it's so, this is probably the first time I feel like I am like acknowledging or one of the, it happens, but like really having a moment, my first thought was just acknowledging like, what a great city, man. Like what, what a, what a crazy, wild, great city where there's so much opportunity to grow um like how has it changed me 
I mean, musically being able to just go to a different music spot every night, know which music spot I was hitting that night, which I always hit every week that night. And I see those same people and we build a relationship like, and you eventually are on my album. Like, and then I have the best fucking people ever on my album because I was like hitting up that spot every week, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's some dope shit. Like that's, that's, that's New York, man. Like that's New York, like going to going solo. Like that's what I think first, for some reason, just going solo, man. Like I want to do something. I'm going to get up, hop on the train. I'm just going to go. I'm just mm-hmm. going to just go. Cause there's people around, there's people around you, you know, I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's parts that aren't safe, but you know, there's a lot of you're going somewhere. There's people around you, you know? And you know, I, even this crazy night, I ended up like hanging out with Dave Chappelle and Thundercat and, no um, and, 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 and yeah, and, and, and Talib Kweli all night long, man, until like nuts. six in the morning from just like that's going to crazy. a show. I mean, he's from here. Like yeah, he went to my yeah. school, but you know, I, that's not like my homie, but anyways, shit like that. Like, that's what I think about, man. Like just going to spot and hearing some dope music. So like changed, I mean, know it enriched me so much like especially now like that 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 particular time is over I mean now there's a new time but that that particular time is like ended like wow like I was really a part of an era you know and there are plenty eras before me but like that was an era of my life man like even being on Broadway like it's just the expansion, the expansion, the openness, like continuing to open me up. It's like, it's almost like traveling without really ever getting on a plane sometimes in New York, you know, you can see so many things, you know, so many people and, um, and there's so much culture and information, knowledge, so many different types of people, um, which is so, cool it's fascinating um so I would say changed me and that's just like expanded me it's made me feel really confident to like you know leaving New York I mean not leaving but moving to New York and like handling that shit you know is a accomplishment um because it's a grind you know it's a grind living in New York a, a different grind that even when you're there and it's happening, you're not like, I'm out here grinding, you know? <laughs> but if you like, think about it, you're like, man, you know, a lot of times when I was leaving out, out the house, it was like, whatever I was carrying with me, I, that that's what I was carrying. I needed everything for the day, you know? Like I would be back in the house at nighttime, you yeah, know? Like, sure. that's just how it was. And I would just be, that shit was heavy, but it yeah. was like, this is what we do. We just, we run up the steps. We, mm-hmm. we run for trains. We like hop over five steps. Yeah. And that's just what the <laughs> fuck you do. You get caught in the door and you're like, it'll open. Cool. Bus, I'm in here. I got mom on the train. Like yeah. that. So it gives you this, I feel like when you can handle that shit and you know, it, it does can give you a confidence. Like I can handle, I can handle anything, you know? Um, not just because I like travel, but I can handle a lot because of, of, of handling that time in New York. Yeah. And it's, I love, I mean, the art is just amazing. And the people I've met and the worlds I've met, I've been able to be a part of is, and meeting, meeting musicians that aren't 
not that I'm not, I don't know exactly, not that there aren't in New York and not that there only is in other places, but like nice musician, like nice people, like, <laughs> like people that really want to help you out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And I don't know if maybe that's the real New York, but like people that like want to really just, you know, help you out, get you done. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's, Everyone's always trying to help each other out and just make connections. Yeah, I know. You, you honestly never know, like who, just by helping somebody out, they might be the next big thing, and you were that person who helped them get there. Just because there's so many people, you just really don't know. Yeah, so it's just always better just to like, just give, give what you can, just help people. Exactly. Uh, so well, Nyabi, thank you so much for for coming on. Where where can people find you again? You can find me on Instagram at Ra. You can also find me on Instagram at themothership.treats. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Ra. Uh, you can find me on Tidal, Apple Music, all of those music, uh, music streaming apps at Ra. That's N-I-A-M-B-I-R-A. Uh, I mean, yeah, those are my main spots right now. I'm not, I'll, I'll be back on Twitter, I guess, at, at some point <laughs> in my life. Um, I'm also on Facebook, too. You know, my music mm-hmm. page, Ra. Um, you can also find me at neonbira.com. Uh, make it really easy for everybody else. Yes. I'm I'm selling some merch there and Uh soon I'll be on Patreon. Uh, so you can access some exclusive stuff there. I'm I'm like the voice of my managers in my head now. Cause I always like, I'm never good with this stuff, but he's always like, make sure you like make the, save the stuff, like make the plugs. So like, yeah, go, go check out the website and um check out my pages they're fun we have a good time there and this was like one of the coolest interviews i've ever done i loved all your questions and your vibe and how you flowed with me so thanks thank man you. thank you i really appreciate you i, I appreciate you coming on yeah this was really so awesome much. yeah yeah so peace man i'll see you soon <laughs>